Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From ONN, this is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas. Welcome to On the Money. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scotty Vegas. We have producer Bodie Wells at the controls. This is a show about sports gambling and Ohio State football and... Football in general, sports in general. Scotty Vegas, my good friend, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, but I actually want to start out the show, believe it or not, talking a little baseball, Dave. And here's the reason why. Reds in the race for the wild card. There's 16 games left in the season for the Cincinnati Reds, including tonight's game. The game is going on right now. Last I checked, the Reds had a one-run lead. We'll double-check and make sure that's still the case because that was a couple minutes ago. But the Reds won game back of the Diamondbacks. Also, last I checked, the Diamondbacks were losing as well. So let's get a little score update on that one. Where are we? Have the Reds? Uh, do the Reds still have that lead? The Reds do have a lead. They're Great. up four to three, but the Tigers have two guys on with nobody out in Uh-oh. the bottom of the fifth. Okay. So. But anyway, how awesome is this with two weeks left? in the regular season, that we have the Reds right in a race here. I mean, that's what's so cool. There's nothing better in baseball down the stretch when you've got a race to make the playoffs, and this is going to be a fun way. And it's fun to track all these teams because there's like four teams within a game of the wild of the last wild card spot in the NL. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's like when you're a fan of these teams, it's you're, you're just caught up in it. To take a step back and realize the Reds are sitting here at 75 and 71, and they're over-under for wins coming into the season was 65 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and they they like have a good chance of making as you said they're one game out of the wild card and get three total wild cards. So they you know they could jump, you know, two teams, they could not make it, but the fact that the Reds have made this an interesting season is uh a lot of fun for Reds fans because even I think the most diehard Reds fan, maybe Ryan Baker expected it. I think usually even the most diehard Reds fans did not expect the Reds would be in contention. In September. Yeah, it's really cool. And by the way, the Diamondbacks are still down 1-0. So if those two scores hold, the Reds will be tied for the last wild card spot in the NL. So that's enough baseball. All right, it's football football. season. Let's talk football. And Dave, I want to start out with this because this college football season, we're three weeks in, has been so ridiculously crazy, right? You have Pat Fitzgerald already fired from Northwestern. You've got Michigan State now basically suspended. Mel Tucker for the for the time being. I mean, I think it's He'll pretty never soon. Coach there again. Yeah, right? I was going to say it's pretty is soon there, that he's going to be out the that? door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got you got Jim Harbaugh who hasn't even coached a game yet, and we're we're about to approach game three. You've got Coach Prime at, at Colorado who's undefeated and really the story of the college football season. And oh, by the way, you've got Alabama already with a loss, and the Pac-12. Looks like the best conference in college football right now. I mean, this is just wild three weeks in, and that's why we love college football, Dave. We also love the NFL. How about that uh, Jets game the other night, Jets-Bills? My gosh. Aaron Rodgers, four plays in, out for the season. Jets season's over. Bills are going to romp them until 
The Jets, actually the Bills took it to overtime. The Bills with a doink and send it to overtime on the 50-yard field goal. And then a for the third time in NFL history, that's it, the third time in NFL history, a walk-off punt return touchdown. Had a little bit of everything. And now New York with all of their Super Bowl plans are like, Zach Wilson, the show is yours, buddy. I know, right? I mean, how crazy was that? Uh, the the roller coaster of emotions, because I will tell you, Dave, one of the first things that I did when Aaron Rodgers went down was I went right to the batting app, and I'm like, okay, let's load up on the Buffalo Bills to win the game tonight because there's no way that without Aaron Rodgers, the Jets with Zach Wilson are going to beat the Bills. And what the heck happened? The defense stepped up, and they were incredible. They turned the ball over on Josh Allen. Josh Allen looked real bad, really, really bad, and they end up pulling off the upset. I'll tell you, I I took the Bills at that point right when the injury happened at minus 6.5, and I was thrilled. I was like, I can't believe I got this at minus 6.5, and then they just could not score all night, and then that finish was just absolutely insane. And at the end of the game, I almost just kind of like felt really good for New York, you know, to go through what those fans have to go through of losing your quarterback. And and I mean, look, let's let's face it. They were dreaming about a Super Bowl. I don't think they're dreaming about a Super Bowl anymore. Their odds went from 16 to one to 60 to one. And we'll see what they do at the quarterback position. But wow, what what a start to the NFL. Oh, they're probably talking themselves into it. They're like, well, listen, I mean, the Ravens won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. I mean, our defense yeah. is really good. I don't know if your defense is their defense is really good. Guys, I don't know if your defense is anywhere near the 2,000 Ravens, though. But mm. I'm sure Jet fans are talking themselves into it, especially after a win like that. Let's talk more about Josh Allen. Like, if you're a Bills fan or if you're like me, you haven't been fantasy, how concerned are you? Is it a one-week thing? Like, Joe Burrow looked terrible. We were out there at the casino. I could tell her. I'm like, the Bengals are, they don't just look off. They look way off. Now, a lot of that's because the Browns' defense looks fantastic. And it was raining and all of that. But Burrow looked very off, had a terrible game. Josh Allen had a terrible game. One game aberration or reason for concern in your opinion? Do not overreact if you're a Josh Allen fantasy owner. Look, Patrick Mahomes lost in week one. Joe Burrow lost in week one. And Josh Allen lost in week one. I I wouldn't be concerned about any of the three, right, going forward. Look, this was a crazy week one, but... We've seen this over the last couple of years. Now that the players aren't playing as much in the preseason, it's a little bit of a slower start. It's like the defenses have a little bit of an advantage, especially early. And especially looking at that Bengals-Browns game, the weather was crap. And and really, the teams weren't prepared for the rain that was happening well, in that Browns game. the Browns were, apparently. Yeah, but even so, I mean, it, it just it was just not pretty he offensively. the Bengals. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Baker was just sitting there laughing at me during our... Uh, Watch party at the casino. He called it. He's like, I can't wait to see you at halftime. How like bitter you are. I just, yeah, I tapped him. I said, congrats to you as I went home. And then I cried. I waited till I got to the car to cry. I did. I thought that that was an, a relatively easy one to see coming just because of the offense and defensive line for the, for the Browns and the fact that it was a home game and it was it. a division matchup. I, I, I really felt this was a perfect spot for the Browns coming in. And now the interesting thing will be this coming week because the Browns obviously looked really good in week one. And then you've got a Steelers team that looked horrendous in in week one. And now they match up. And a lot of times when that happens, the public is going to remember that last week. And so you might get a little bit of a betting advantage. But I'll tell you, I, I have a hard time. And I know the line is Pittsburgh plus two and a half at home. 
Cleveland's a, a slight favorite. I still have a hard time finding a way to bet the Steelers next Monday night. I, I feel like the Browns are going to control that game as well. And so I like the value with the Cleveland going into week two as well. We both thought the Steelers were like it may be like a low key decent bet at home against the 49ers with everybody doubting the Steelers and the 49ers were like not so much. No. 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 Now was that if you're a Steeler fan like again week 1, right? I mean, are you like worried or are you just like come on. I mean, week 1 and the 49ers are fantastic. Okay, in that case I'm not overreacting when I say I think there should be a little bit of panic with with Pittsburgh with how bad they look, just how awful they were. And I, look, I, I know San Francisco is going to be a good team and everybody's reacting to what San Francisco did and moving them up. I mean, now their Super Bowl odds have gone from, I think they were 12 to one previously to now they're, they're third in the, in the league as far as Super Bowl odds at plus 750. But man, I would be absolutely terrified for Steeler fans because that was, that was an ugly game. Not just losing, but how they lost was ugly. Yeah, no doubt about it. And Kenny Pickett, I, I was thinking, oh, geez, that, that's a steal for them. And then, he, you know, he did struggle. Up next, we're going to talk Ohio State football. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. So the Ohio State-Western Kentucky line is moving. Earlier in the week, it was actually Ohio State minus 27.5. It has now ticked up to Ohio State minus 29. The over-under on the game is 64.5. Ohio State 0-2 against the spread. Hasn't even really been close to covering. Week 1, they were a 30-point favorite over uh, Indiana. Ended up winning the game by 20. Last week, they were 44.5-point favorite over Youngstown State. They end up winning the game by 28. Big news, though, this week. There's a quarterback. We know there is a quarterback, a number one. What do you think, Dave? Before we get to that, can we talk about third down conversions? Yes. <laughs> yes. Tell the story. Tell the press conference story because it's so good. <laughs> so my Ryan, man here, by the way, was on SportsCenter. Ryan Day has been like calling my shots. So I felt like I needed to, I felt like I was being too predictable on first down. So I knew that he knew that I was going to ask, is now the time to add, to make Kyle McCord your quarterback one? Because it felt obvious, right? We've seen the first two games, right? I mean, it felt like that was the time. And he was ready. He was like, I know what Dave's going to ask. So I, I did a little end around. I asked about third down conversions first, <laughs> which, you know, got a good laugh out of Coach Day, which I thought was funny. And then I did ask him about quarterbacks. Um, after he gave it like a legit answer, after he was like, that's not what I was expecting you to ask. Like, and then he, then he legit like gave like a good answer about third down conversions, which I was going to ask him anyway, because they've been anemic on third downs. Scotty, there are 132 teams in college football in D1 FBS. Ohio State's tied for 128th in the country in third down conversions at 16%. Small sample size, two games, a total of 19 possessions. But then, after we got the important matters out of the way, talking about third down conversions, Coach Day did say, Kyle McCord is my quarterback. And it wasn't just like, Kyle's going to start this game, but Devin's going to play a lot. It's like, that was anointing Kyle McCord as QB1. And not a surprise, but um, I like what he said, too. It's... It gives Kyle peace of mind. He also thinks it's good for the team. And obviously it gives Kyle peace of mind. Um, but I like that part about it's good for the team. You have to know who your quarterback is. You don't have to know who your quarterback is against Indiana and Youngstown State. You have to know who your quarterback is against Notre Dame, especially the way this Notre Dame team is looking with Sam Hartman, who's 
not just a Heisman candidate. Dare I say he might be the front runner. If he's not the front runner, he's at least going to be a finalist, in my opinion. Um, great get by Notre Dame. We've talked about it. The best get in the transfer portal. The all-time passing leader in the ACC, and now he's at Notre Dame. That's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be an interesting game, but I'm glad Ohio State knows who their QB one is now. Yeah, I, I am too. Right? I mean, that was that was really what we were talking about before the season started. As long as you knew going into the Notre Dame game who quarterback one was going to be, then it was okay, right? You could see both of the guys play. Let me ask you about this though, because I, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about the lack of pressure that the Ohio State defense has been putting on quarterbacks, specifically in that. Youngstown State game, they weren't getting any pressure, and that was a big concern. What about the defensive side of the ball going forward for the Buckeyes? I'm totally with you, and I've I've had people that I trust tell me, well, a lot of this is scheme, and they were intentionally being vanilla, especially against um, Youngstown State. Okay, that's fine, but when you isolate on for example, I thought JT Tumulau was in for a breakout year, and maybe he will be. If he can harness what he did in the fourth quarter of Penn State last year, look out, right? But when I, when I isolate on them, Scotty, when I rewatch the game, like you're seeing like JT's really good at bull rushing. He's athletic, but you don't see that like quick pass rush moves out of JT or Jack. And JT's quicker than Jack. Um, and Kenyatta Jackson is supposed to be that. He's probably not quite ready yet as a redshirt freshman. I thought Caden Curry, Curry has played well. We'll find out this week. I'm taking a... I, I've been disappointed in the pass rush, but it's like Indiana thought they were like a service academy the first game, and then Youngstown State was not quite doing the same thing. They did throw the ball 18 times. This week, we're going to know. Austin Reed was the NCAA passing leader last year. He's back now as a senior. Western Kentucky can throw the ball. They're not going to mess around and try and like work the clock down to one second every play and run the ball. They're going to throw. This will be a good test for Ohio State's pass rush and its, and its secondary. So we will find a lot out this week. Again, expecting a lot of points this week. The over-under total is 64.5. When we come back, we're going to preview the Cleveland Browns, the 1-0 Cleveland Browns who are taking on the Steelers this week. This is On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. Ah, football is back, and there's no better place to watch the pointy ball than Hollywood Casino Columbus Sportsbook. Join me, Scotty Vegas, and Dave Biddle for an On the Money on Sunday, September 10th, starting at 9 a.m. as we get ready for week one of the NFL season. The parlays, the money lines, the teasers, even the pleasers. Watch the games with us on two jumbo TV walls inside my favorite place in the world, Hollywood Casino Columbus Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older to enter. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER for help. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio News Network. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. 
And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. Across Ohio, 1.6 million public school students have started a new school year full of wide-open opportunities and endless possibilities. And in every public school, dedicated educators are deeply committed to the success of every child. Let's make sure our kids have the freedom to learn and to reach their full potential now and always. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Have you experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. HealthCare.gov is here for you when life happens. If you lost your health coverage because of turning 26, going off Medicaid, leaving your job, or moving, you could be eligible to enroll in new coverage now. And if you need to update your coverage because of marriage or having a baby, you could also be eligible. But don't wait. There's a limited time to enroll. Check your eligibility at HealthCare.gov today. Life happens. Get covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio sports destination. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas. Bodie Wells at the controls. It's our Cleveland Browns segment. My God, they looked good. Mm. And I know the Bengals didn't look good, but that's... A lot because the Browns looked really good. Like, really good. We've been talking about it all offseason. Like, this roster is really good. If Deshaun Watson can just be like, not, he doesn't even have to be as good as he was his final season in Houston. If he can be near that, look out. I tell you what, he looked like final year in Houston, Deshaun to me. And they have no weaknesses and a lot of strengths. And as a Bengal fan, I'm just going to take my Bengal hat off for a second and just be like, kudos to the Browns. I mean, they look really good. A long way to go. It's one week. But they dismantled the Bengals. The Bengals were like no moss, like like early in the fourth quarter. They were like, "We're done. It's over. We're yep. done." Yep. I mean, it was it was dominant, right? Yes. I mean, they were so uh, ahead, so so much in that game that it, it was one of those situations where you and I were watching the game at the casino and we were focused on other games at that point, <laughs> right? I mean, it was like they were they were killing them. Back but, to my fantasy team. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And, and let's look ahead to this week because this week, if the Browns are able to get this win over the Steelers Ooh. on the road. They will be in a beautiful position in this division, right? I mean, looking at it, if you are to start out with a win over Cincinnati and then you get a win over Pittsburgh, you start out 2-0 and in this division, that's going to go a long way. And, and look at the betting odds. The Browns to win the Super Bowl went from 35-1 to just before the season started, and then that win over Cincinnati. Now they're twenty to one. That's a crazy jump. Thirty-five to one to twenty to one. And looking at the game for this week, the Browns are a two and a half point favorite. The line movement was significant because originally the Steelers, before the season started, opened as a one point favorite in this matchup. So that's already moved three and a half points. And Dave, a lot of times when you have a little bit of a switcheroo, right? One team looks really good the previous week and the other team looks really bad. That's oftentimes you'll see the public 
absolutely diving in on the team that looked really good. And then the the right play, the sharp play, is to take the team that di- that did not look good the previous week. I can't get there. I, I really can't. I mean, the, the Browns look so good that I'm sorry. I, I have a hard time betting Pittsburgh in this game on Monday night. By the way, it is the lowest over-under total of the weekend and uh, it's 38 and a half. So I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the Browns again, back to back weeks on Cleveland. And you mentioned this before the Bengals game. You, uh, reason you were high on the Browns was their D line. And, yes. you know, we know Miles Garrett's a stud and he still is, but man, they beefed it up around him. Did they not? I mean, they, he's got a, he's got a war partner over there on the other side was the Darius Smith. They've got good D tackles. They signed Tomlinson. I mean, they, this is, this is a team that, that is, Built for war, like I. <laughs> yeah. If you're a Browns fan, like get excited. Now you need to finish the deal. It's, I know it's a two and a half point like spread. Browns are favored, as Scotty said. You got to finish the deal against the Steelers. If you're sitting there two and zero, oh, you whoop the Bengals and you beat the Steelers on the road. As you said, you're feeling great. If you're a Browns fan, you're feeling great right now. Period. You're feeling really good. Monday night into Tuesday morning, if you're a Browns fan, you're sitting there at 2-0. and It's funny because so many of the betting trends point to taking Pittsburgh. The Steelers are actually 7-2-2 two and two against the spread as a home underdog over the last five years. 7-2-2. Two and two. Mike Tomlin is 5-1 and one against the spread against Kevin Stefanski. So he's dominated the Browns against the spread. And Stefanski is 10-18 and 18 against the spread as a favorite and 12-24-1 and 24 and 1 against the spread in conference games. So all of those betting trends would say take the Steelers. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring those trends. I'm going with what I saw last week and that was a dominant offensive line, a, dof- a dominant defensive line and a really, really ugly, awful performance from the Steelers. You look around the NFL, I mean, there's there's some decent offensive lines, there's some shady offensive lines. Usually a staple is nobody has good depth on the offensive line. What happens on Sunday? Jack Conklin looks like he's out for the season. Have they announced, is he definitely out for the season? I think so. I yeah. mean, if he's not, it looked like he was. I don't know if they've announced that. Let's say he is out for the season. I believe he tore his ACL. So yeah. So the Browns, yeah. yeah, and they did not blink. They put a guy that we know, I don't know how he slipped to the fourth round. There's a lot of talk he'd be a second round pick. Maybe because people were like, oh, he said he wants to be an NBA player. He was saying that that once was his dream. That being Dewan Jones, who is like nine feet seven, <laughs> 700 pounds, and still moves well. He came into the game, and dare I say, there was no drop off. There might have been an upgrade. I mean, I, if you're a Browns fan, you're thinking, oh, crap. All right, we lost our right tackle for the season. And then you watch Dewan Jones, you're like, eh, we're good. Yeah, I know. I mean, he was, he came in and played, he played fantastic. I wanted to ask you this one more thing about week one and a kind of overreactions and, and whether you think it's an overreaction or you think there's legitimate concern. And I'm thinking more back to this, this Steelers team and how they looked in week one. Where were you as far as, okay, now the 49ers have showed themselves as being an elite great team or that the Steelers were bad and awful, or is it somewhere in the middle? I mean, what are you overreacting to week one and how the Steelers played? Because to me, they were as bad as just about anybody other than the Giants. Probably more the former. That it was more like I was more impressed with the 49ers. Is that because I'm a Bengal fan and I I'm, I'm just have years of the Steelers just hammering us in the side of the head probably you know a little ptsd is involved but like that's the thing I'm, I'm not joking like i will not count off the Steeler team and now if they're gonna be without cam hayward for a while which it sounds like they will be he might need surgery on that groin that's gonna be if you need surgery that's a long even if you don't need surgery if you have a serious like, groin injury that's gonna be a long situation then you might like re-injure it if he's gonna be out for a while different story um but still, man, I, I almost the same thing I say about Alabama when people are like, is this it? 
is Alabama done? I'm like, um, yeah, uh, I'll believe that when they're six feet under. Like, like I'm not going to count the Steelers out until they're out. Uh, that being said, they did not look good. But to answer your question, I put that more on the 49ers looking really good. And if you get behind the 49ers early, good luck. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happened. Kenny Pickett threw like that pick, and then they got behind. Then they're trying to – the Steelers are not a catch-up team, and the 49ers are a great – you know, front runner, so to speak, you know, for lack of a better term, once they get a lead on you, good luck. It's funny because the whole narrative in the off season was, gosh, the AFC is so far ahead of the NFC. And now you look at it and you're like, oh, well, we've got the 49ers that might be the best team in the league. You got the Eagles that are right there to be the best team in all of in, in, in the entire NFL. And then you've got some teams that are sneaking up there like the Detroit Lions, too. So, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, OK. And the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys looked amazing. By the way, I had to do my so <laughs> my boss is a, my boss is a Cowboy fan. So like uh, on Mondays, we do the podcast together for Bucknut. So he's a Cowboy fan. I'm a Bengal fan. So I, I had to start off the podcast being like, we're both huge NFL fans. We are completely on the opposite end of the spectrum right now the cowboys look like the best team in nfl history the bengals look like bengals from uh the mid 90s pretty much i almost said the 90s period but they actually made the playoffs in 90s basically anything from 91 to 99 is how the bengals looked Bodie, your cowboys i tell you what man you guys got something going here that defense we knew it was fierce Offense is looking good. I know it was one game in the rain, but that was on the road. You guys just smoked them. Yeah, the defense, I think, high expectations heading into, heading into the year. I am personally, just myself, not going to get too crazy about this performance because I just have never thought Daniel Jones is a very good quarterback. That's just my opinion. I think once you get him down a couple scores, especially in that weather, like you mentioned, they because I just have never thought Daniel Jones is a very good quarterback. That's just my opinion. I think once you get him down a couple scores, especially in that weather, like you mentioned, they just aren't going to be very good. I think the Giants will still have a nice season. But yeah, that was a fun way to start the season. All of a sudden, you're... You know, New York kind of drives, puts together a first nice first drive there, block kick the other way, and then Dallas just smokes them the rest of the way. They're like Danny Pennies. All right, up next is this or that. That's coming up next right here on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Nation. Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. Uh, we had so much fun at Hollywood Casino Columbus on Sunday. Ended out ended up walking out of there with a nice big stack of cash after my one o'clock parlay came through. That was a lot of fun. Walking up to the counter and putting the ticket out there and oh big money. And I love when they open that drawer and just hundreds start coming out. And they call you Mr. Vegas. I oh, love it. It was such Mr. A, Vegas, good to see you again. Such a good time. So that leads us right into my first this or that question. Bodie, let's hit it. All right, guys, here's my question. Are you getting with you like betting on the app, the the Hollywood Casino Sportsbook app, or do you like going up to the betting counter? 
and actually placing your bet with an actual person. So I'm including the kiosks, by the way, with the app. So basically you're doing it on your phone or at a kiosk or you like going up and having the human interaction and placing the bet uh, actually in person at the betting window. I'm getting with having that ticket in my hand, Scotty. You, mm-hmm. you mentioned that years ago, years ago, like four years ago. It wasn't that long ago. We went down to Indiana um, for legalized sports betting at their Hollywood casino in Lawrenceburg. And you were like, yeah, you can bet on the app. But like, there's just something about just going up to that counter and getting that, you know, paying cash and getting that little bet slip. I'm with you. I Either way is good. I obviously bet more on an app than I do in person, but I'm getting with betting in person at the casino. I feel like the convenience of the app is great, but the one problem that you sometimes run into is sometimes you react too quickly and you don't kind of think things through all, all the time when you're betting on an app. You're like, oh, it's just so easy. I just open up my phone and boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Or you could go up to a betting counter and you got a couple minutes to wait and you're like, okay, I'm going to really think this parlay through. And so I kind of like having that extra minute or two in line and actually placing that bet at the betting window. What about you, Bodie? Yeah, it's got to be in person for me as well, especially, you know, it's like when you were a kid or I don't know if you guys still get birthday cards with money and I don't really anymore at this age, but when I was a kid, I did. Getting a check was nice. You knew it was money, but then when there was like cold hard cash in there, a couple twenties, maybe a fifty, maybe a hundred. I don't know. Maybe your parents were really generous there, uh, and it was just the money was there in the card. That's better than the uh, check. So yeah, when you're in person, it's just a little more special. I love that analogy because like you get the check, you're like, that's awesome. I'm like, oh man, I have another task to do. Yeah, yeah. you got to sign <laughs> the check and deposit. It's really hard. It's really hard work. All right, are you guys getting with spaghetti and meatballs? Or are you getting with lasagna? Gosh. Makes her the best of it. You know, my mom makes incredible spaghetti and meat. Her meatballs are incredible. She also makes great lasagna, which is why this is a tough question. I don't, is, I don't know what I'm going to say. This is a great question. And I am going to go with a really, really good lasagna is going to beat out a really good spaghetti. And I love spaghetti with meatballs. It's a convenience thing, right? It's It's easy and quick to make. But a good lasagna... Absolutely sign me up for that. And, and by the way, leftover lasagna is very good. So I'm going lasagna. Well, leftover meatballs are great, too, because you usually have meatball subs just waiting for you. And Ooh. I like a little bit of spaghetti on my meatball sub. Ooh. You got some meatballs, just a little bit of spaghetti on top of the meatball sub. It's, it's just so good. Leftover. But I'm, I'm with you. It's so tough, but I'm getting with lasagna. Bodie. This one's pretty easy for me, actually. I have never liked lasagna, which is crazy because I like Italian food and I love spaghetti. You can't even, but something you can't pronounce Italian, it, though. Uh, Italian? You said Italian. 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 Okay, Italian. whatever. Italian. Italian food. Italian. I've always liked <laughs> Italian food. food. Not, not can't say food. Italian. But, but I don't Italian. know what it is with lasagna. I've never liked it. Never liked it as a kid. I've tried it recently because I tried to be like, hey, if I don't like it as a kid, maybe I will. Now as an adult, as I've gotten older, still don't like it. So I got to go with spaghetti. Are you getting with Italian or are you getting with Italian? I'm getting I'm, with Italian. I'm getting with Italian, but I like Bodie Italian. Bodie knows I love them. Okay, this or that, guys. Obviously, we're only through one week, but as I mentioned last segment, the NFC, the top of the NFC looked really good in week one, and the top of the AFC, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, did not look all that good. So, I know we're only in week one, but you have to pick. Is the Super Bowl winner coming out of the AFC or the NFC this year? I'm not overreacting over one week. The Super Bowl champions coming from 
the American Football Conference. Mm, I'm going to disagree. I am going to get with it's coming out of the <laughs> NFC. I like the depth with the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Cowboys. I know the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, those are the favorites. Browns. Give me, yeah, and the Brownies. <laughs> give me the NFC. Bodie, who loves the Cowboys, I'm sure you're going my way as well. I'll go NFC as well. I think for this one, though, as a Cowboys fan, it pains me to, stay, pains me to say this. I, I think Philly's the best team in the league. Now, look, we have a long, long way to go until we get to January in the playoffs. But I think right now, I think they have the least amount of flaws, and I think they might have the best roster as well, which is a pretty good combination if you have those two things. So I'll uh, kind of ride with the Eagles and go with the NFC there. Bo, did you see that? He thought it was convince me. He's like, I won. <laughs> well, you didn't win anything. This is this or that. There's no winner. No, I was happy the that winner he picked the Eagles. Is the listeners out there because I get to listen to this or that, which is a fantastic segment. Good point. All right, next up, you guys can feel the theme, right? Italian food. Are you getting with garlic bread? Are you getting with whatever your favorite dinner roll is? Give me your favorite dinner roll up against garlic bread. What are you getting with? I hate dinner rolls. I think dinner rolls are so overrated. I mean, the only dinner roll that I can think of that I really, really liked was the Red Lobster one that was all like cheesy and buttery. And that was a good dinner roll. But most rolls, like people put out rolls at Thanksgiving. Get that out of here. Just, I am all in on the garlic bread. Uh, Dip that in some spaghetti sauce. Get that all over your face. Yeah, give me a Give me the garlic bread, please. I'm getting with garlic bread. You nailed it, man. You dip, you dip that garlic bread like in the spaghetti, in the lasagna, whatever you're doing. Like have some meatballs on the garlic bread. I'm definitely getting with garlic bread over whatever dinner roll you want to bring up. Yeah, I'm going to make it three for three. And Scotty kind of took the words out of my mouth a little bit. I like dinner rolls. They're good, but they are overrated. You know, they're just a little overrated with garlic bread. I'm with you guys. I, I would definitely go with that option of the two there. Dinner rolls are trash. I mean, that that's not even close. I <laughs> People all love the King's Hawaiians. Like, there's a, there's a reason they're cheap as heck. I'm just saying. All right. I know that we are still a week away from Ohio State, Notre Dame. And everybody knows here on this show, Notre Dame fan Bodie behind the window there is ready to pounce on this one. Bodes. But I want to ask you guys, are you getting with that Ohio State will be favored next week against Notre Dame or that Notre Dame will be favored against Ohio State? Ooh, I love this one. I have not thought about this. I think probably, now assuming both teams take care of business this week, which I'm sure they will, I think just based maybe on name recognition, Ohio State will be a slight favorite. I think Ohio State will be a slight favorite. We're talking like a point and a half, something like that. The Buckeyes will be favored going into South Bend. Not saying I agree with that. That's my prediction. Yeah, man, I think it's going to be really, really close as far as the betting spread because the preseason betting spread was Ohio State was a seven-point favorite. But we know Notre Dame has looked fantastic through three games. Ohio State has not through two games. I think that Ohio State will probably be a one- or two-point favorite still, but... I'm not that confident in it. I, I think that uh, it, it will be one or two points either way. I don't think either team will be a field goal favorite. Bodie? Yeah, I think um, I'll go three for three here. I think Ohio State will still be favored as well. I don't think we've seen quite enough, even though Notre Dame's played well. And Ohio State's been maybe just a little shaky, right? They haven't quite a, 
quite uh, hit the ground running, per se, in their first two games. But I don't know if we've seen quite enough where, like, Iowa State hasn't been a disaster. And assuming, you know, I don't know, I know Western Kentucky's got a little bit of a passing game going here, and they'll have to step up to that challenge the Buckeyes won Saturday. I don't think the Hilltoppers there are going to go crazy with that, and I don't think Central Michigan's going to play too well against Notre Dame Saturday. So you guys would know better than me if you're thinking in the one, two-point range there, but I agree that Ohio State, I think, still will be favored. My question is going to be like lame compared to yours. All right. Will Ohio State finally cover the spread for the first time this season against Western Kentucky? They're favored by what now it's up to 29. It, w- it opened at 28. Started at 27 and a half. half. I, when you said it moved, I was like, oh, it's down to 26. You're like, no, it's, it's gone up. People are still betting on the Buckeyes. I know it's two games, but will Ohio State finally cover or not? Mm, I think they will, but again, I honestly thought they were going to come out and put 50 points plus on Youngstown State, and that obviously didn't happen. Actually, Dave, that was, I didn't tell you this. The Ohio State, and I moved the line down, and I moved it down to 34 and a half. I just needed Ohio State to win by 35. I, that was a part of a nine way parlay, and Ohio State was the only one who did not come through for me for actually really pretty good size money. So I'm a little angry about that. But yeah, I think they, they put it together. I think they win by 30 this week. And, and I think that spread right now we say, we see 29. I could see it getting up probably to 30. Um, but I would, I would probably still lean Ohio State. I'm going to go no. I think they're going to go just under. And another reason is I think, you know, they're going to handle this game, but they're going to like pull their starters out as early as possible to get ready for Notre Dame. Um, and maybe their backups will go out there and just take care of business, the third stringers. Um, I'll go just under. I think they're going to win this game by about 28. It feels like 29, 30 is a little too high. I know it's splitting hairs. I am getting with they'll go just under Bodes. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Bates. And I think it'll be really close. I could see like a 42 to 14 type, and it's like totally over. Backups are in most, you know, good chunk of the third, all the fourth quarter. And it's a total like quote unquote blowout. But that's still not covering that, twenty. would you say, 29 or 29? 29. 29, 29 yeah. even. Yeah, I think it'll be really close. But I'll, I'll take Western Kentucky on the plus 29. One last thing, guys, because I know that we were talking about Ohio State and Notre Dame and that line. I just brought up the ESPN predictor. Right now, they give Ohio State a 56% chance of beating Notre Dame. So that would kind of indicate a, a one or two point line in, in the betting odds. I love how you brought up ESPN's football power index. I, I always love looking at it, like yeah. the win probability. It's interesting. By the way, I meant to tell you this ahead of time. You guys are going to like this. So Ohio State's win probability against Western Kentucky, according to ESPN's FPI, is 97.1. Oh, all <laughs> the right. The fan. All right. It really is. Look it up. I did the story for, I was like, okay, Buckeyes are favored by 28 and win probability of 97.1. And like my, 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 my fingers <laughs> just like started typing the fan. I'm like, no, no, no. They're just favored by 97.1, um, which I found interesting. Coming up, we're going to talk the Cincinnati Bengals. Can they bounce back in week two and get a win? This is On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Nation. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. All right, Bengals home opener on Sunday. Can they bounce back? Another division game. No messing around. You get the Ravens at home. Ravens looking good week one. I don't know, Scotty. What's your vibe? You're a neutral observer. What's what's your vibe on this Bengals-Ravens game? I like the Bengals to bounce back. I really do. I didn't think that the Ravens 
played all that great, you know, on Sunday. I mean, you know, they're going through changes on their offense. I kind of like the Bengals in week two. I really do. And look, I think Joe Burrow is going to bounce back pretty quickly. I know that it was, it was an ugly week one, but look, Joe Burrow is 12 and four against the spread after a loss. So he is really good in that next game. The Bengals are nine and two against the spread in their last 11 games as a favorite. Yeah. Give me, give me the Bengals coming back in a big way. I don't like the spread though. I think the Bengals have a good shot of winning this game. Minus three and a half. If I had to bet on the spread, I'm taking the Ravens because of the, because of the, the half. Yeah, yeah you exactly. You look at the, we're talking about football power index. You look at that for whatever it's worth. Bengals 51.5%. Ravens 48.5%. So it's basically a 50 50 game according to the football power index. Bengals being at home, they're favored by three and a half. I would take the Bengals to win straight up, but Ravens to cover. One quick betting tip that I found out this weekend when I was building my parlay is I like to generally take teams just on the money line, right? I think that there's great value on just taking the teams to win the game and not worrying about the spread. But one thing that I found this weekend at Hollywood Casino Columbus is I could take the team that I think is going to win and take them to win by one or one and a half and get a little bit of extra value on top of my parlay. So the money line might be minus 300, but if I take the team to win by one it might be minus 275 or 280 and you get a little extra money on top of what your original bet was just a little trick that i figured out this weekend a little bit of this or a little bit of that yeah speaking of cincinnati pro sports reds are holding on to a four to three lead over the tigers but it's uh headed to the bottom of the seventh all right up next is best bets it's coming up next on the money Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at ONNradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. From From the Ohio Ohio News Network. Fall is for tree planting. Successful tree planting includes following the Ohio tree planting specifications. The Ohio Chapter International Society of Arboriculture, Ohio Green Industry Association, Ohio State University Extension, and Ohio Department of Natural Resources Division of Forestry have endorsed the Ohio tree planting specifications. Visit trees4ohio.org to learn more about the planting guidelines. That's trees4ohio.org. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. Across Ohio, 1.6 million public school students have started a new school year full of wide-open opportunities and endless possibilities. And in every public school, dedicated educators are deeply committed to the success of every child. 
Let's make sure our kids have the freedom to learn and to reach their full potential now and always. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Have you experienced foot or ankle pain during or after sports, running, or exercising at the gym? Nagging aches in your foot or ankle that won't go away? Podiatric physicians can provide you with important foot care solutions, shoe inserts, or show you how to support your feet and ankles so you're able to compete or exercise comfortably. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and have been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. HealthCare.gov is here for you when life happens. If you lost your health coverage because of turning 26, going off Medicaid, leaving your job, or moving, you could be eligible to enroll in new coverage now. And if you need to update your coverage because of marriage or having a baby, you could also be eligible. But don't wait. There's a limited time to enroll. Check your eligibility at HealthCare.gov today. Life happens. Get covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On The Money, final segment of the show. Appreciate you guys riding with us tonight. It is time for Best Bets. This is where Scotty and I give our favorite bets to make. Scotty, my friend, what do you got? Okay, I've built a parlay. I actually plan on going to Hollywood Casino Columbus tomorrow afternoon to get this one in at the ticket counter because it's so much more fun to actually go up to the counter and tell them what you want and then cash that ticket at the end of the weekend. So here's my big money line parlay. And hang with me because it's nine teams long. I'm taking Memphis tomorrow night, money line over Navy. I am taking the Eagles tomorrow night, minus 280 on the money line over Minnesota. I think it's going to be tough for Minnesota to travel. And it's a short week and they've got a couple of guys injured up front. Uh, I'm also going to take Maryland over Virginia at home. Virginia is really, really bad this year. I'm going to take Penn State at home. Or I'm sorry, Penn State on the road at Illinois. This is, again, just on the money line. I'm going to grab Wisconsin to bounce back. They play Georgia Southern. That's on the money line. All of these are money line. Uh, I've got Duke over a a horrible Northwestern team. Washington minus 700 against a Michigan State team that's dealing with all kinds of issues. I'm taking Ole Miss. I'm going to... Then take on Sunday the Buffalo Bills minus 425 and the Dallas Cowboys minus 430. You put all nine of those together and you get plus 380 on your parlay. The ticket that really is the most concerning to me of them all is probably the Eagles, but I like the value. That's where my Benjamin is at this week. I love a futures bet in the NFL that I'm surprised the odds haven't changed. The Saints to win the NFC South. Yeah. Plus 120. You're still getting plus money. Okay, so do you think the Falcons Falcons are the next best bet at plus 175? Then you got the Bucks and Baker Mayfield plus 550. Panthers 8-1. to one. I love the Saints at plus 120. Good value. I love it. Well, that is our show for this evening. For Scotty Vegas and Bodie Wells, I am Dave Biddle. Thank you very much for joining us. This has been On The Money. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The first.